Send those back with this color. You're looking deep. Yo, your arms look big today. What's going on? Been working out? <laughs> I lifted a bunch of like six bags of uh, soil. You got that pump? I got a pump from moving, <laughs> moving the dirt. <laughs> Are you guys still working out? Either of you? I yeah. know. Ron just does maintenance workouts. Yeah. No, but uh, fine tuning. I, no, I have. I still have my gym pass, so that's like. <laughs> I what is the? Just it's to like, say you have the gym. Just pass. to say I have a gym pass. I don't. I keep wanting to go work out, but I'm kind of over even think. I'd be happy if I even like stretched. I agree. <laughs> if I stretch, it's considered a good day, man. I think the thought of like, oh, I'm gonna work out, I'm gonna be healthy, and then you get to that moment, you're like, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. I don't even say and tomorrow. Tomorrow like... turns tomorrow turns into five years. So yeah, yeah, I I'm very momentum based when it comes to working out. So if I can get that momentum a little bit, I feel like I can work on it. But I ran basketball what three weeks ago, and I was just oh, like, nice. you know what? I was like, I'm done. I was playing against a bunch of twenty year olds. And a bunch of 30-year-olds, but the 30-year-olds didn't bother me too much. It's the 20-year-olds kept trying to freaking, like, cross me out and shit. And I was like, brother, I ain't got the energy and effort for this. I don't got the ankles, bro. I mean, my ankle, yeah. I was like, look, man, I, you know what really pissed me off, and I'm going to be real, is I fouled a kid. And I did foul him, a little bit, not hard. It wasn't like a check or anything. I bit grazed the kid, like, when he went for a layup. He was like, what, four foot nine? I'm six feet tall. So, you know, there's going to be some contact when this guy goes up. He went up on me. So that was a little disrespectful. He goes up. I graze him. This guy called a foul because he missed. Right? And I was just looking at him. And everyone on the court was like looking at him like, that was just a shitty ass shot. What are you talking about? Right? Because I didn't send him tumbling or anything. And That's then the this, new NBA, man. New NBA. This kid looked at me and he's like, that's a foul though, right? And I'm like, look, I'm going to respect your call because I ain't a punk. But that's a bitch-ass call, right? And I said that to him, and he's like, no, no, but, you know, may have been a little foul. I'm like, we don't call little fouls. If we're going to call fouls, you know, now I'm going to start playing you with fouls. And then after I felt, I'm like, yo, man, why am I getting kind of, like, worked up that this kid did? Then I was like, fuck these kids. That's 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 what it came down to. I'm like, look, man, one, I ain't trying to run you on gotta guys. find a You, you got to find a seniors league, bro, and just go in and just destroy everybody and be like, yeah. <laughs> No, nah, man, I swear to God, I get schooled in a six-year-old league too, man. I'm so out of shape. Yo, that happened frosted. to me. I, 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 was in, uh, I was in Glasgow, and we, there's, like, there's like these, uh, I don't know if you've seen those Nike commercials where those pitches are cages, like the small nets. Yeah. So they, you know, I don't know, it's like, it looks like a small indoor soccer field for kids, but the idea is you're, you're close contact. So, you know, these older guys were playing. I thought, you know, I'd join them. Because whatever, and I thought I'd be okay. Yo, they destroyed me, man. I, I couldn't walk the next day. Where they played on another <laughs> level, man. Yeah, no, I remember they used to do soccer and the things I used to run in. They were all older guys, like, and they used to be intense with, like, the swearing, wiring tree position. If you let a goal in, they'd be, like, trying to sub you with, like, the most random person and telling you to run. And I'm like, I didn't come here to run. And I stopped playing. Look, man, I'm not athletic. I've accepted it. Only and Otto, I used to play with uh, uncles, these... Uh... All the uncles there, they do cab or drive the bus there. The bus is good money. Yeah. And if you missed or you didn't pass it to some guy who was open, after the ball, like, is that a play? They were just letting it out, eh? Yeah, that's yeah, their World that's Cup, awesome. man. It's their World Cup. 
Yeah. I, it was, I'm officially ready to try golf, like give golf to the heave hole, just because I don't want to run. Man. I don't want to run. I'm done. Like Snowboarding is cool. I'm going to try and stay in shape for snowboarding. I don't feel like snowboarding takes, like at the pace that I snowboard, does it, it's do your own pace type thing. So it's fun. But I'm done with basketball. I officially retired from basketball. I was Jersey's like, up, eh? Jersey hanging Jersey's Jersey. up. That's you it. Know, if anything, it's time to like hit the course every now and then find a golf teacher. Yeah, you like if you walk the course, it's actually it's surprisingly a good, not a workout, I would say, but uh, and you got to find the right people. Intensive. Yeah, I feel like I got to right find the right people because the people four I have hours right... is a long four hours is a long time to spend with someone you don't like, right? So. Yeah, no, I, there's people I know who if I went golfing with them. I'd get they every hole be like, "Yo, what you shoot?" I'm like, "Motherfucker, shut the fuck up! Why are you talking about what am I what am I shooting? I ain't trying to get on the PGA tour. Why are you competing with me?" And every Wait, hole that I and I'm just like, so I gotta find people who don't give a fuck either. Are, are you guys getting less competitive the older you get in terms of sports? Not so no, much work no, life. No, I'm still just as competitive. That's why I don't want to be around competitive people because mm. they're gonna totally try and make and. It's because they're going to try and be competitive, and I know I can't compete with them, and that's going to piss me off more. Fair enough. So if I mine go with people... A, mine, was, my, mine streak ended on like when I started doing online gaming, and I just got ripped. I'm like, yeah, there's no point. Just come on here and get frustrated. Some 12-year-olds beating you, and, and you just... yeah. You're getting teabagged by an 8-year-old. I'll go play the story mode. That's good enough for me. <laughs> Man's out here getting teabagged by an 8-year-old telling you. <laughs> I'm competitive when it comes to my leagues, but like uh, pickup, no man. Pickup if someone tries to play competitive, I think it makes me mad actually. See, so you're kind of in the same boat. But no. I won't. I won't play competitive. I won't compete in pickup. Buddy, I'm really? going to pick up though. Like people get weirdly. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a punk. The second I see someone who tries too hard at pickup, I I just think they're a loser. You like go join a league, him, like fights and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, but that's like beer my league, beer league, or like recreation league. As long as it's a league and there's points and there's standings, then I'll I'll be competitive. I mean, Mayfield's my, gets my all the competitive. Used to do, I used to talk shit to all the people who cared too much. That's the best when they're so <laughs> angry and just say something to throw them right off. It's so much fun. No man, I think it's time for me to like. Take mind you, mind you, you're never invited to play again, but at least in that moment, it was. Good What's time. that game like? Lawn bowling. What's that called? Lawn bowling. Is lawn it really bowling? just lawn bowling? Yeah. Well, I think it's time I take up lawn bowling. Or just take proper bowling up. I feel like, no, I've never met a competitive bowl. Actually, no. I've been... Paintball tournament. Started the paintball stuff again, man. That's great. Man, I couldn't do paintball. The amount of time that you have to be, like, crouching and stuff. Hmm. I could hit, take the hits from paintball. That's... But I don't... Paintball was exhausting. No? Don't... Didn't you guys It's a whole like... day, right? It's a whole day. That's the thing, right? But I, I think like snowboarding is crazy too. I don't think snowboarding and skiing is easy. That's where I kind of disagree because I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm comfortable doing it. Like I can do a snowboard run really casually and not I worry see, okay. about it. Like I've gone with some guys who are like, yo, let's race down. And like, who the fuck are you? Like, what are we racing for? But they'll make a big deal like, oh, I can beat you down the hill. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Whereas I'll just be happy going at my pace. I don't know. I've, I think. I just need to be finding people, like-minded people, who want to just mm. stroll. Not many sports to do that, my friend. Not many sports. I swear to God, golf, if you find the right people. Yeah, yeah, you gotta... No, even in golf, man, people are mad competitive. But 
Is it just always competitive? competitive? It's always it, either you you that compare uh, the competitive animal just shows his ugly head, right? It's not gonna. It's always there. I'm such a punk. You know? I was playing. Uh, what was F1. you know? No, what was mad weird was people competitive in school. That one grades? always threw me off. Oh, oh, grades? Dude, grades like what's it, to get your own marks? What do you care about mine? Just had to. You had to beat everybody, right? Yeah, I law school. Law school people were too competitive. You had to be very careful. Say swear. Were you like showing? Were you guys like showing each other your marks? That's what I don't understand. Like. I people would like give you fake notes like in study groups to make you get fucked on exams. What? Yeah. No. No wonder. Yes. Oh, seriously? Seriously. I was like legit trying to help everyone I met in school. Like I was writing so people's exams. <laughs> Feel like yo, can you start? I'm like, no problem. You I did it too. <laughs> I almost felt like me helping them was a disservice. That's how I kept the market competitive. I knew that they were going to be a dumbass when they went into the industry and that I'd be a one leg above them. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't even remember. I never thought about it like that, man. My field, honestly, you just get filtered out. There isn't no... Yeah. I felt like lawyers same. no? A shitty-ass lawyer is going to get filtered out pretty quick by the market. And lost in yeah, real estate. No, but it'll still make it'll money. It's real estate. <laughs> and let's ask Ranjit. Ranjit? <laughs> How long before you start real estate? <laughs> I do do real estate. Start... <laughs> uh, bro. Yeah, but it's it, it, it's easy though, right? Real estate? I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, no? it is. No, it's, I, it's, it's a lot of work, but it's easy. I think so it's it is, work, it is work though. It's work. No, if you're a it's good real estate agent, it's, it's work. Pardon? No, no, not real oh. estate agent. Law, oh, okay. law, real estate law. Yeah, no, it's just fucking putting together papers that are automatically generated for you. As long as there's no hiccup. And the second there's a hiccup, they call me and say, we need a real lawyer. (laughs) What do we do? What's the cheapest option we can have? (laughs) It's like like something in the house we're selling is broken. Can they sue my client? Like, uh, (laughs) they found out. Yo, I'm be honest. I, I would be a real estate lawyer straight up easiest job in the world if that's if that's all it is man i'd, I'd do it it's it can Sign be stressful yeah no it's easy just talking well, what's the show about it's about nothing it's about nothing i just want these guys to know you got another thing coming bitch i'm still around Who are you and um, what do you do? Oh, all right, guys. Ranjit's got the thumb guns out. Let's go. You got Ranjit here. I'm uh, sitting at home in my nice office. Got the world in the back. I palm my hands. I'm talking shit. It's Friday. I'm tired. No, yo, yo, your wife and par- like people around you don't say anything about that sweater? No. What's wrong with the... Mod wrestling it? with two women silhouettes. You have your... It's a sport, isn't it? No. You don't like the silhouette of a woman? Are you sexist? Would you rather have two men, Shinda? I mean, if it what's was two men and it's at the party. What's wrong with the woman's body? What's wrong? With I don't the... know. Oh, are, are they you... naked? Are you still in like a frat? What's going on? Are you still 22? No. What my real question, what's, what's my real question? What color is your hat today? Oh, That's yeah. Your actual, the actual color. It's green, dark green. It looks no black. No way. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean. It's black. 
This guy's camera's so messed up. So well, think, just... But yo, his skin tone comes out fine. It's just like that's what he's done it for. He's made to. He's like he's Michael Jackson effect, making himself Bro, lighter. No amount of makeup, Robbie, will ever fucking help you out. Okay. Robbie's I don't need makeup, brother. You can use your lights concealer all you want. I don't need to, bro. I'm good. You okay. know it. I know you know it. Yo, you guys watching playoffs at all? Um, yeah, I've been Raptors. watching so many games. Raptors, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of sad about the Raptors, but you see what Nick Nurse uh, tweeted out, or not tweeted out, but he said in the press conference. I really liked what he said still. No, I missed it. What did he say? So, reporter obviously asked him, they're like, you know, no, you guys are down 0-3, uh, and no team's really recovered from an 0-3 uh, deficit. What are your thoughts going into game four? And he's like, look, uh, no one's done it yet. So I got to think that someone's going to do it. Why can't it be us? Like, all I'm worried about is winning one game, and then we're down 3-1. And a lot of teams have recovered from 3-1. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I dig that mentality. I mean, what else is he going to say, man? Yeah, but, he can't uh, quit. It's a bit of a little bit of bad luck for on the injuries end for us, and a little bit of you know shitty calls, which you can't really get too mad about because it's part of the game, and a little bit of a little bit of L coaching. Uh, yeah, what was with that inbound, and not covering the inbounder like that? You know, it is what it is, man. Let's yeah. see, let's see what happens tomorrow. I mean, it's always at the end of the day, hindsight's always twenty twenty. When Nick Nurse does something that is out of the box and it works. We're like, what a fucking genius. No one thought that would work. But, you know, sometimes it fails. And when it fails, we're just like, what an idiot. <laughs> and then, I don't know, man. I don't get too worked up on quarterback uh, GMing anything or quarterback coaching or quarterback whatever. Or, you know, it's after the fact. Just let it go. I don't think too many people saw Raptors winning it this year. I think most of us hoped for a first round, a one round win. And I don't know if people are like me who really thought we could beat the Sixers. But you lose four games, you can't blame it too many other things other than they beat us. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, yeah, it has to be some honesty of a seven-game series. I mean, what was the last game like? Uh, was it the last game of game four where like, all the, even their bench players stepped up, right? So when like, you everybody contributing double digits, like how, like how you can't you can blame everything you want, but their team stepped up and yeah. they just didn't, so... Yeah. But you guys have That's any predictions for like the Raptors? Outside? No, not Raptors. Whatever outside of just the the, game. the Timber. What's it? The Timberwolves and um, Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies game, man. The twenty point deficits and the the Grizzlies come back. That's pretty. So the Grizzlies. I turned it off. I went to sleep after. But Grizzlies, the Grizzlies. won. They came back. Grizzlies came Swear back. To God. Game. So yeah. I hate Pat Bev. I really, really, uh, from my heart intestines bleed they just hate pat bev <laughs> but uh the fact that he was like making fun of john ja morant and like just talking shit so early in the game i was like yo man kind of kind of like this guy right now he's hilarious but that's his that's his mo isn't it that's the thing that's like that's who he is right that's his character and i hate that character but it was pretty funny yesterday <laughs> i was laughing kind of um that is a good series the other series boston brooklyn yeah, that's a crazy upset. Eh? That's the, how bad Brooklyn's doing. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't think anybody expected that. I mean, I took Boston to win the series. I didn't know if I picked them to sweep or late. Ben Simmons is coming in the next game, right? What's he going to do, man? Lay another egg in the playoffs? Fuck him. 
Let's see. I don't. Another guy who just you don't know. I I, would, wouldn't that be like, the crazy like story? Like he just comes out, and he starts shooting all of a sudden. He's just making three point shots. I was like, I who is? He's there? a turning point. He's a TSN turning point, right? He installed hacks. He cannot miss, uh, bro. Anyways, on that note, did we do intros? Did we finish your uh, dumb gun thing? Yeah, we did mine. You just said you he was Ranji. I'm Raj. No. You're not you're Raj. Just you're, We all call you Robbie. Why do you stick to Raj? We all call you Robbie. That's my name, brother. It's my but name. Just, we all call you Robbie. It's weird. Somebody I don't want to be know. called Robbie. I want to be called Raj. Look, that's, if he identifies as a Robbie, if you identify as Raj, you identify as Raj. We got to respect that. Fuck yeah, that. My no. labels are my labels. Respect me. No. <laughs> then it's weird. I now have to call okay, you call Raj. Me, call, me, call me Rajbeer. Call me my full name. I'm okay with that. What do you want? What do you want to be called? Honey. A clan. Fuck. <laughs> I will call you honey. Man. I'm listening. <laughs> and that is my intro. I have nothing to add to that. I have nothing. Oop, there it is. Whoop. Anyways, you guys see that uh, Robbie talk about this. You mentioned it. The boxing. What's the guy's name? Oh, yeah. So uh, Dylan Chima was this gentleman's name. And he is the lightweight. I think he won a lightweight championship in the UK. Did he win a championship or did and he just win his fight? A belt, I think. He won the belt. He won the lightweight championship. He's a 7-0 pro, right? Yeah. So, I mean, and the controversy is not, I mean, with that, it's obviously when he won, he had an Ashan Saab with him. Um, and he was using that as his, his flag. Um, and there's been a bit of controversy around it uh, regarding everything from should he have used it or the shape of it. Uh, there's all these weird discussions that popped up on Twitter. So I was wondering your guys' uh, insights or takes on any of that. I love it. First of all, it, it was in England, right? Yeah, England. Yes, it was It was in England, yes. Yeah, so some Englandies got their kachis and not. I mean, typical. Yes. Was yeah. it, okay, let's, let's let's start with this. Is it wrong? No, man. For a Mona boxer to look carry the flag out. Context Wait, means what? everything. If this guy's at a club with a friggin' Nishan Saab waving the Nishan Saab, yeah, that's fucking yeah. cut. We ain't allowed that, yeah. right? Yeah. If you're, you know, just messing around, you're rocking around with a Nishan Saab, you know, doing stupid shit like in your driveway and you have your Nishan Saab flying just for jokes. Yeah, that's stupid too. You just beat the shit out of someone, won the title, and you know, after 10 minutes and you decide to raise a flag and it's a Nishan Saab? Fuck yeah, I'm down with that. Nice. Yeah, I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna echo Shinda's point uh, to a certain extent. Um, I mean, I don't have an issue <laughs> with it being in a club. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'll, I'll check well, I'll you know, Choose your words carefully, Spot. So, look. Yeah, I mean, I look. Man, see, man, man, man. <laughs> like with the towels? <laughs> Yo, like Caravana, right? People have yeah. Chinese flags there. <laughs> Chinese flags there. Going up, up. Yo, if you if Khalistan dropped tomorrow, you know, and these crack Khalistanis went into a club and just started, you know, getting plastered and raising a chance, I mean, it's going to happen. No one's gonna okay. make a big deal about it. But <laughs> that being said, <laughs> that being said, what do you mean um, no one's gonna make an issue of it? No one will make a if Khalistan drop happened tomorrow and people got smashed and partied in the streets with an issue. Yeah, no one, that's not the, that's not what they're gonna remember. No one is gonna give a fuck. Zero fucks will be given. 
Nobody will even draw attention. That's a pass. That. Or, that's like, it's okay. Yeah. So what you so just wild. said will happen. Okay. Anyways. It's, it's wild to think because <laughs> I do agree with that. If when stuff like this happens, the people who drink and are kind of down, they get lasered. Like they'll get plastered regardless and they're going to represent for the cause. So yeah, no. And, and nope. I don't ar- give a shit. I've been around. No, uh, stop. Yeah. I mean, I'll definitely make a tweet about it. Be like, look at these plastered idiots. This is what we fucking fought for. And that tweet will be buried. And yeah, that's exactly what will happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, the dude, you know, it, I saw his speech. I didn't really know anything about this controversy. Uh, you know, he he seems like a kid who's really proud of his heritage. He's gone 7-0. and Like, fuck him. It's his identity. We can't. I'm not going to tell him what he is and isn't. I'm going to tell Robbie that his name is Robbie, but this kid, he's a champ. Robbie, you're not a champ. So, um, yeah, man. Dude, uh, big ups on him. Great job. Uh, I said big ups because he's a UK kid. Um, but what was the deal with uh, Nishan's out like? What was the controversy the sh- around the design? I mean, was, was it some sh- traditional Nishan sub or what? I think it was a square. The one, it's. It, I think it's on his lap. So that was one of the first things. Like the people felt he was disrespecting it, or one person supposedly. But my question is, what's the official shape? Is there an official shape? Does it have to be a triangle or a square? They've traditionally been triangle. I don't think, like, I don't think the shape changes what it signi- signifies and what it means. So it's just because oh, you make is, a square is, versus is triangle the, doesn't change. So is it? So are we in agreement that it's more the moment and how you use it rather than the actual fabric itself? I think the context matters. Yeah, I don't think if it's a square or triangle it makes any difference. Because people were going on about it, but then I'm like, I'm pretty sure in the good daughter, there's a box full of ramals, the same shape as Nishansa <laughs> with some gundas on it that I've wrapped around my head. So I that was my confusion with it. I'm like, the context matters, right? You're aren't really... ramals? Aren't ramals mostly a di- uh, diamond though? Nah, bro, they're triangles. Oh. Really? The guy who ties them, right? Okay. I mean, I haven't t- I always thought like they were just like uh, squares that you kind of rotate so they're no, diamond. No, man, triangles, then... triangles with Kunde on them. There, there's those two, but Shinde, the ones that you get the Gurdara are little triangles. I see what the Gurdara did there. They realized that you could save fabric by cutting it in half. Yes. And getting yes. the same. Yes. <laughs> gotta yes. gotta appreciate uh, the frugality of that, but... Uh, I had so a phase. It... I had a phase where I wanted to get a kanda tattoo, and it was going to be the old school, original. Kalsa what's the original? Tattoo. Sorry, what's the original? Uh, you know, the one with uh, that was adopted uh, by the Kalsa, like right after the Visaki sixteen ninety nine. So, uh, Sarohi, Tal, and Qatar. Mm-hmm. And where were you going to get these tattooed on your chest, arm? Yeah. What, what are we talking about? I'd rather not say. I'd rather not say. <laughs> uh, and there's gonna be a lion as well, you know. So we got the kind of starter uh, package. Okay. Were you do like a tiger on the you upper didn't, arm? You didn't want to do like the you don't want to do like the Conor McGregor with the the share popping out no, of your no, chest no, 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 no. with a kunda in the mouth. Ah, I'm just gonna business. say because it's still a good idea. There's a tiger. Buddy, if you put anything on your chest, you wouldn't even be able to see it. No, no, I know. Maybe on my butt. Why the the the, the hair would represent the forest for the lion coming out. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think people make stupid... See, Twitter's a weird thing, right? Because say you're just openly ranting about like a random thought that you had. Like, yo, this kind of looks sus. Now all of a sudden people are like jumping on you for making... And now they made it a bigger deal by acknowledging your small mundane tweet. And oh, just like okay. the interaction makes it a lot bigger than what it actually I, is I mean, you ever to intended. Be, to be fair, you put it out in the world, right? It's a thought. No, no. You put it out in the world. But like, 
was it a big thought? Was it a thought that you wanted to build momentum around or try to like rally cry and mm. create this activist? Like say someone's like, yo man, isn't that kind of sus that the, you know, that that thing's in his lap and all of a sudden everyone's jumping in it and they want to get on the discussion. Now you have a discussion that you didn't really think would grow, but has grown out of it. Does that make it a controversy? Yeah. Mm. And I mean, the, the, the lap thing, like, it's not Bonnie. Like uh, the symbol itself is not Bonnie or anything like that. Yeah, but but, so, there, but so there, is, there is an inherent with like even all Canadian flags, all national flags. You're not supposed to put them on the ground or touch. Yes, the respect. Ground. Just a general yeah. respect. Okay. But, but in but so I mean, once this is my ignorance coming up again. The Nashan Saab at, at the Gurdwara. Is there a religious aspect to that, um, or is that just more identity and, and recognizing that? Look, I know. You know, I know the ceremony. I remember the ceremony putting it up, and I'm just, I'm just asking in general because I don't, I'm not familiar with it. Is there religious is that, significance? Is that, more, I know. is that more cultural, or is that is that something tied into a religion? No, like the actual kanda itself isn't. It that's not something that's existed from 1699. The kanda itself, right? So whether it was okay. on an Ashan Saab or whether it was printed, that was a shape and a symbol that kind of was accepted a lot later on. From and we've collectively accepted that this is what it represents is what it means and so when yes. anything like that happens we attribute a certain amount of respect to it yes. and because what it means collectively right it represents the sangha it represents okay. uh, our faith in as a community it's a sign of our community it like it has a communal value to it uh but the one thing i was always taught when i was like from like my ustads and people who were i learned a lot of with bosiki from they're like Certain things, if they offend you, you got to reevaluate why they're offending you and whether or not what the context of that like offense is. Mm. Right, and they went as far as saying, "Look, when people say that so and so is insulting Guru Sahib, is Guru Sahib that small to be insulted?" And now you're, you know, how would Guru Sahib react to this if someone was saying this to Guru Sahib directly? And they used to always kind of say this from a Nimrata kind of perspective, and they were just like, "Look, I realize people get heated about certain things. They're just like." getting heated about situations is a detrimental to what you're trying to learn here. So before you mm -hmm. jump into these controversies, take two steps back and realize that the, what you perceive as being disrespectful sometimes lowers the significance of uh, the whole thing. I don't know if that makes cool, sense. No, right? that does make sense. It's a cool way of looking at it. Yeah. So it's big of you, But uh, <laughs> going back to the other point, like the history Good of a man. Point, from point. My... You got a point from me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, my understanding of it, is, and shout out to uh, Jung and Hung. I wish he would be my friend. He's probably the real authority on this shit. I don't have friends. There's a reason. I know. But I wish he'd be my friend. Anyways, mm. uh, my understanding was like. Uh, pre-Khalsa, all the Masels, they each had their own flag, right? So before the formation of Khalsa, there was, you know, a bunch of popular ones. I think there was one with, like, you know, Shiv on it uh, and a sword. Um, then there was, you know, the one with the Katal, Katar and Saroi. Um, and there's some a few other ones, but that one beat out the others as far as acceptance goes. People started using that one more. But they were just battle standards for each Masal. And, uh, and then SGPC... I don't know how it came around, but I think this is pretty relatively modern, the one that we see at Gurdure now. You know what would be uh, jokes if they did it like sports team? You know when sports teams kind of like coming into shape, they ask all the fans to send in their fan ideas? 
yeah. <laughs> like everyone contribute your new uh, Randy's, tattoo, Randy's tattoo would show up in those recommendations I'm telling you Hondo. there's gotta be a line there should be a tall has to be a lion guitar <laughs> and a lion like the Tamil well, Tigers yeah. <laughs> talking about well let's hope the, our, the flag always is flying so I mean talk about things flying you guys hear about Sunwing this week and the chaos they've been uh, getting through with all their flights being cancelled no, nope, not at all. Tell me. So suppose supposedly the I think believe they use a third party who is responsible for their check-in process, and they were supposedly hacked. Uh, so essentially, all those flights I think in the last week flights have been delayed a week, uh, not weeks, sorry, hours and days, and there's no communication. Um, you know, is it acceptable in today's time to to an airline not to have a backup system to kind of you so, know be up in a day? This this uh, issue has popped up with all the Canadian airlines at some point or another. There's been an outage, uh, but for like I'll say WestJet and Air Canada, it's like a matter of hours or maybe a day, um, or they contain it to like certain maybe just you know U.S. flights or whatnot. Um, so it does happen. With Sunwing, it's pretty bad that it's been days now. It's, has it been a week? It's been at least a few, day, a few days in the news cycle. So that's nuts. That's nuts. It sucks for them because, man, uh, like that sector I, I think, as, um, as a whole, they need to like pick it up now. Now that people are flying in, but man, shit happens. <laughs> what can you say? I just Sunwing. Sunwing's interesting because when I was coming back from the UK on my last flight, uh, <clears throat> when I was finished my finished my time there as a student, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I've for some reason Sunwing had introduced a London flight. I'm like, man, cheap. I'll take it. I'll get home one way. I'll take it. I get to Heathrow. Uh, Heathrow Gatwick. Sorry, can't remember. And you know, yeah. check-in goes fine, and I have everything with me. You know, so I'm like trying to save weight. I got things in my pocket and uh, whatever. I get through. Literally for nine hours, we waited. All I kept saying was delayed. Three hours later, delayed. Three hours later, delayed. Dude, the airport has shut down. And the staff and Heathrow came out, they come out and say, we can't reach Sunwing. We don't know where your plane is. And the airline's not communicating with us. And my question was, well, why do you guys keep putting delayed? So there's this whole plane full of people. They don't know what to do. They, Sunwing didn't even organize a hotel for the night. Uh, and so whatever, the, the, you know, the, the airport organized that for us, took us to a hotel. And then next day we come back and they go, oh, your flight's back on and no one's believing it. Essentially what had happened is Something had gone wrong with one of the engines uh, on the inbound flight, uh, and that grounded the flight essentially. And then they had to fly another engine from Seattle. The engine the of a plane. Seattle, the engine of a plane, and it, that's fine. You know, like you said, shit happens. But no one communicated any of this. They have this plane full of people for two days. We didn't know what was going on. We just waited and waited and waited, and finally, I'm like, Yo, I'm never going on something, and I never did. And like, it's literally. It's the communication, right? That makes it uh, uh, more annoying than anything. But yeah, man, that, that was my la first and last experience with Sunwing. So, so I, never one again. I've never flown with Sunwing. Uh, and I've never flown with a lot of these discount airlines. I know they pop up a lot. I think there's like a RhinoAir and another one's popping up recently, which gives like a $60 flight to BC with no yeah, baggage, links, no luggage or anything. Links, links, links. Yeah, so there's all links, these airlines. Links. And I'm mm. always said, I'm like, yo, this is dirt cheap. How can it go wrong? But at the same time, like, I'm, I don't have that flexibility of missing a flight or being stranded, you know what I mean? I, for some people, like, if you're in certain situations, you have the flexibility a little better. Uh, I just don't have it, so I've avoided these airlines. And I don't like the fact that, you know, I don't know what my actual ticket is until I 
complete checkout with every single bag and carry on and you know they ask for your weight and i don't know they've always kind of been a little i've been i've always been skeptical of have you guys flown ryanair i have not yeah, and easy jet. the reiner is the best you don't even get a seat you run for the seat <laughs> oh really yeah it's like a bus man holy so, or it, used, it used to be that it used to be that maybe it's changed but that was uh that was back in the day so robbie with sunwing like uh they must have tr i didn't even know they tried this but it must have been just a trial they were trying to like expand into europe and probably feel yeah. horribly i think they only horribly. fly in it to europe in the peak summer months now otherwise they just do like mexico and like those sun destinations can, and that's so it can you, but can you imagine my feeling that the engine had failed and I'm like, on I don't plane. know. Like, oh my <laughs> that's, god, that's, I home, man. You know what? Like, as, as someone was, who knows Plaza, like, that's not a, such a big deal. Like, I get it. Yeah, but like, I was a broke student. I didn't have, I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's the only option I've got, right? <laughs> you're Let's like, go. well, this is how it goes. But what's weird is I don't understand the actual. Audience. So you're saying their database got hacked and they no longer know who booked tickets? Or No, I, I think, I think it's, they have a third party they use for their check in process and that third party got hacked. So whatever that third party was responsible for checking in, I guess communicating who had booked and booking references that didn't exist, and so they have to do everything by hand, right? And right. and they're just not doing it now by hand, or because I, I mean, just don't think anyone's. I think I don't think anyone's ready. I don't like. Do you have those redundancies built into a system that look if this third party goes down, here's how we proceed. It, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't. That's. I mean, like that's my question. In today's day and age, is that acceptable? You no. know, like come on, man. You've you've had. Is it acceptable? Time. No. And I'm, it's going to hurt their business for sure, right? Like how much money are they losing? Unless they're not refunding it and they're holding everyone's thing and they're going to go to... I mean, eventually this shit's going to cost you. So if you're a business vouchers. and you want... Yeah. Vouchers for a free like, meal. Hot meal. Like, look, you got to... If you want to be in big business and you want to continue to stay in business, you need to have uh, backups. Not even just backups of your data, but backup plans. If this doesn't work on this day or you can't connect to the internet, what do you do? Do we just ground all our flights until the internet comes back up? Or do we have a backup like phone system that we can call? I don't know. I just feel like it's unacceptable for a company, any company, big or small, to not have uh, backup plans. Backup and, plans. And if you yeah. do, and or if you don't, the market's going to take care of you and you're just going to get wiped out by companies that but, can but guarantee do up we also Do you think we're getting too complacent as well, right? Like in a lot of the technology that we have, it just works why you know they don't even think twice about it failing they just assume it's always going to work you know i mean that yes. is not is not the essence of tech right yes yes and no like when you're a company like enterprise companies when they sign up for tech or they sign up for a service or they were to adopt a third-party service like uh sunwing did here they sign slas uh service level agreements guaranteeing a certain level of uh uptime certain quality that you know we expect from you and if you don't live up to this quality we're going to get uh refunded on this much or something so i'm sure sunwing has something in place with these guys it's whack that like what if it's just the fact that yo look they do have the backups they do have all this stuff in place but now the bug that keeps getting the company hacked they don't know where it exists so every time they go online it just goes back down right away so they can't turn their systems back on you know what i mean like that's what i'm thinking might be affecting these guys but I know I don't think it's acceptable. If I was a Sunwing customer, I'd be pissed, and I probably wouldn't go or use Sunwing. I've never have, probably never will. Yeah, well, you know, if they have that problem now, they're probably going to be looking into a new system soon. But a lot of these airlines use these old, old like when 1995 systems for the reservations, like 
and they've like patchworked it to keep on uh, updating with today's uh, today's mm-hmm. systems. I think banks do that as well, to be honest. Enterprise, you wouldn't be you'd be surprised. Like I've had a chance to work on some enterprise systems. The code base is so fragile because the cost that it would take to rewrite it or push it out, it scares the people at top. They're like, hold on. If we do this, do we know what it could affect it? And everyone's like, you keep coming across like, oh, this system's running on this and it's dependent on this existing. If we replace this, this might not work. And if this is like all these small little cogs are in place and it's the wildest uh, thing we have right now with tech, like how fragile some legacy systems are. Did I lose Speaking you guys? Of legacies. Speaking of legacies. Am I cutting out or are you guys cutting out? No, no. Um, I don't know. My my electricity just blinked. That's what happened. Was okay. That's what happened to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm on hotspot right now. I was like, forget it. I can't. Oh, wow. Rely on the internet. Never again. <laughs> Look, the Never fact again. that you have a backup in place is already ahead of Sunwing. I'm, I'm better than Sunwing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, so, legacies, uh, Putin's legacy. What, uh, you guys still keeping track of the war or what? No, nope. honestly, I'm, are, are we kind of done? Like, is it, is the, um, like, are we just accepting that it's happening now? <laughs> I mean, it, it, like, I'm just like, yeah, war, and I just move on to the next story. I know that's awful, but you know, what do you, I, is, that what, is that what you I guys st- are, like, are you still reading in depth? Yeah, I still watch. A lot of videos of like soldiers there on with their gopros because it's fucking crazy but yeah it looks like it's dying down a little bit in the news cycle although the governments man like they're still pumping out weapons like three countries us denmark and one of the or czechs they give like a lot of heavy weapons down to ukraine it's kind of crazy how bold everybody's kind of getting and being like all right fuck it we're gonna give you attack helicopters and tanks and shit now so countries Does are getting Ukraine have any soldiers left to fly them though? Like, don't you gotta get these guys this stuff yeah. before they keep losing? They the last do. I heard is um, Maripol. There was like two thousand Ukrainian soldiers stuck in a warehouse. Yep. And Putin's just kind of playing. So, Trap the most with them essentially, so, like just waiting. It, so how it's worked so far is um, the Donbass region. It's a bunch of forests and a lot of open land. So the Russians were able to take that quickly. Plus, they have a, a lot more local support there. It's like heavy Russian speaking, and that area was always kind of contested. Um, but then the rest of the country where they haven't really moved in, that's more urban. And in the urban areas, that's where Ukraine has not had heavy losses, but the Russians have. Uh, and that's where the tanks and shit are like, you know, they, they've lost their advantage there. So now that the Russian strategy for the war has kind of changed. They're no longer after Kiev and shit. They're just like strictly going for the Donbass region, which Maropol falls within. Um, like now the edge is on the Russians because they have this area that's already occupied by them. And it's pretty flat, uh, forest heavy and, and easy for tanks to get around. And that'll be, you know, if Ukraine's going to head there probably now, that's when like heavy losses are going to happen. I just got all my news updates from what Randy just said because clearly he's the only one who's been paying attention. I'm fucking following Honestly, it. I'm, never, I'm like, wow, that's pretty detailed. All right, uh, thanks, Randy, for that report. I mean, look, my Twitter, my Twitter feed's kind of dying down from uh, Russia-Ukraine coverage. The last thing I saw that really caught my attention was uh, people catching uh, certain Russian infantry and Russian uh, unit rocking Nazi 
uh, flags and insignia. And they're like, and, I, and that had me like, holy shit, Russians are got a lot of Nazis in their army too, it seems. And yeah, remember yeah. the. So are we, are we saying Eastern Europeans aren't racist? Are you surprised? No. There's a few I, of them? I no, I'm just confused. <laughs> it, it's just funny, right? Because one of Putin's main things for going in was to go after the, these uh, Nazi regiments that, in the Ukrainian last, army, that right? Was last, that was last week's excuse. Now he needs another one, right? And then I'm like, meanwhile, you got like the Russian Nazi unit. I'm like, hold on, Russia has Nazi units like, and I, stuff. I heard Russia's like the worst place for like a soccer team to play. With uh, the racism in their and stuff. stadiums with yeah, the racism. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, I mean, yeah, are we surprised? Yeah. Come on, let's surprised, no, you know. but like I don't know. It's well, kinda like, hey, so you guys have the exact same th then it made me think like, do the Nazis fight the Nazis? Like, do the Russian Nazis hate the Ukrainian Nazis? Do they consider the other Nazi not Nazi enough? Like, well, where, how's that play out? The and where do the German other... Nazis standing on this? Nazi missiles just fighting each other? Yeah. They also they also hired this, uh, the Russians hired this mercenary group called the Wagner Group. And Wagner? Their leader, their leader has a fucking, like, Nazi tattoo in the center of his chest. Like, it's crazy. The fucking... Isn't it wild that the Nazis crazy. are so relevant today as they were almost, whatever, years ago? People think it's cool, right? That's all it is. Is it? Yeah. No, no, they think it's cool. I'm not saying it's cool. I'm just saying people. As a Nazis? Oh, sorry. Nazis. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the yeah, pictures of the guy. He doesn't have a Nazi thing on his chest. He has the SS tattoo. Oh, no, not a tattoo like the one you're going to get just on the back. Yeah. No, so he, yeah. Has on, he has them on his shoulders like the uh, lapels yeah, the, or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has the SS. That's, That's what he has. Yeah. Uh, we well, live in wild times. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Talking about, yeah, talking about other governments, uh, UK made some changes in their refugee policy. Is this Preeti Patel? Who's come? What's her name? She's the face of it. Yeah, yeah. So, Robin, yeah, she's you, a. You keeping track of this? Um, I've read about it. Okay, give, give the context. I want to. I would love. To I, I think this is more. Shinda brought this up more than me. I've just read a, a blurb on it. But I mean, my take from it is that they're trying to change the refugee. I think it's the asylum. Uh, the asylum, uh, whatever you want to call it, yeah, regulation. Seekers, and so, yeah. As they're being processed, rather than process them within the UK, they'll send them to Rwanda, right? Is that the gist of it? Yeah, pretty much it. They're like, look, um, <laughs> how, they're, how they're packaging it is they're like, yo, all these asylum seekers, they're coming across the English Channel in these dingies or dinghies. 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 They come across uh, the channel in these dinghies. They're very dangerous. They're paying, you know, they're paying human traffickers. And these aren't like human traffickers. Like we just help fucking asylum seekers across. They're like organized crime. Um, where they're putting cash in their hands and getting them across into England. So then they're like, fuck it. How do we discourage this shit? You know? <laughs> like, all right, anybody who comes here for asylum, we're going to ship your ass to Rwanda and settle you there. All right. And the point being, like, if Rwanda is great, you know, they're an autocracy, the, they get uh, a good reputation for fucking taking uh, you know, refugees and having asylum seekers settle there. And they get paid. They get paid for doing mm. this, okay? And then for England, you know, if you keep on sending thousands of refugees each year to Rwanda, at a certain point, no one's going to fucking want to go there as a refugee. But, I, I mean, let's talk about human rights. Or just or just saying, like, forget it. I we mean, don't care. Do refugees have a right? Is no, there, asylum seekers. Are, are we not, you know, if someone is being persecuted as, and they are identify themselves a refugee and, and escaping, 
or their country uh, for a certain danger and they are seeking asylum, are we basically saying that doesn't exist anymore? Uh, go to Rwanda. Someone will be there to help you. No, no, they'll say, they'll seek asylum. We're just going to send you to a safe haven in Rwanda. <laughs> I mean, technically, like... Yeah, that, I mean, that's the, that's the gist of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, is, she a, is she a genius or is she... Uh... It's an interesting concept, right? It's kind of like, look, you wanted safety and you're just fleeing from your country. You're not coming here for anything else that we provide other than our safety and protection. So uh, here's another country that we're going to you know, funnel you to, which offers the exact same thing. GG's like good luck. Um, the question is what the question is what happens when they're there and they're being processed. Is there being you know, prosecuted is there, is in there Rwanda? An actual route to get back. It doesn't mean you stay in Rwanda. You're just there for processing. Oh, so you no, didn't... no, no, no. The resettling. No, no. My assum assumption was as they pro process your asylum claim to get into the UK that you wait in Rwanda. Oh. that's the way I read it. I might be wrong, so I apologize. My way, my, that's what I was thinking, that you wait in Rwanda, and then once you've been approved, yeah, we'll give you uh, access to UK. So hold on. Because you're seeking asylum in the UK, not Rwanda. Hold on. I thought they were just like, yo. So hold on. Uh, Here, let's bring, I mean, I'll bring it up like as you guys talk, but that was no. my. So what, the way you make it sound is like Rwanda is now the waiting room for England. It's like the that's, lobby and the doctor. That's, that's the way I took it, yeah. <laughs> it's like before you enter here, let us... Uh, Dude, Here's the, first where article, <laughs> the first article that pops up, it says Denmark's is in talk yes. as well. No, so to be honest, like, think about it. Every country, every G7 country, they're probably looking at this like, fuck, like, we're spending so much money on social services and shit like that. Yeah. Why not just put them, fine. Yeah, I thought it was actually a full resettlement, but put them in this waiting room, you know, where so this, it's. Yeah, it, does, it just says they're asylum centers in a partner country. Yeah. Um, I know. I'll be honest. This sounds bad. I don't know why it sounds bad, but I have to say it sounds bad on at the surface of it. But part of me, part of me thinks this is genius. <laughs> I no, can't I, fail no, to no, not the see the question is: Do they stay in Rwanda or do they get and, relocated? And I see, I see Canada, U.S., you know, Australia, all these like G seven countries. Hold on, are we oh, technically that for the U.S.? Huh? Aren't we kind of like that for the U.S., where people come here with their refugee claims until all that paperwork gets processed, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Look, now that we're in Canada, let's uh, see what's available." Yo, but in the this US. is crazy. Like on Sky News, there's the first article: asylum seekers will go into hiding to avoid UK government's Rwanda plan. Some people seeking refuge in the UK say they don't believe the government's assertion that Rwanda is a safe country and will treat them well. And it's literally a two picture of two Sherry Lunkin. Uh, refugees <laughs> sitting there waiting because they don't want to um, be in Rwanda. It's an in, like I understand where uh, you know white conservatives come from when they're like you know we don't want you coming in here raising our taxes, not paying, contributing back to the taxes um, while your refugee asylum stuff gets a thing, especially when it's large numbers of refugees. At the same time, being a refugee sucks. No one is voluntarily a refugee. Um, I know people scam the refugee system. But I think the system, Yo, I don't know if this improves that system at all. I'm, I'm still trying to find the answer to that question. But the, um, uh, the Archbishop of Canterbury, which is the head of the church in England, yeah, yeah, said yeah. the government's plan to send asylum seekers to Rwanda is the opposite nature of God. <laughs> what, is Rwanda uh, hell now? Like, did Rwandans feel insulted that they don't think yeah. they can? <laughs> hey, man, well, wait, wait, would you want to go to India? You know, if someone said India is a, you know, a any of these haven. countries, any third world country, you're like, well, that, that's not where I was planning on going. 
Right. But say you're escaping a third world country and you're just asked to wait in another third world country. Is it that big of a life change for you? I don't know. I feel like if you're legitimately a refugee, you know, escaping prosecution from a war area, whatever, you're just happy to get out of that area. So if you got to wait in uh, Rwanda while that happens or you have to wait somewhere else while that happens, you know, maybe you're okay with that. I think a big problem is, is if you're, you know, going to UK, you're going there because you feel like there's a community there that you can like, be a part of or get into, uh, which Rwanda, might not exist in Rwanda. Does Rwanda so. need people? Is that like, what, what, why Rwanda? They want money, man. Cash rules everything around. Money, them. yeah. They get money, really? they get like a good reputation, right? Because otherwise, like, they're they're not a democracy by any means. Really? Uh, so I don't know. I just uh, know the movie, this Hotel Rwanda. This is the first time that happened either. Like, you know, if everybody remembers uh, all these Syrians that were going to Italy and Greece. Like a lot of Greece pushed back and sent a lot of these Syrians to Turkey, right? So uh, people getting sent or rerouted from the country they settled in, these asylum seekers and getting pushed to another country, it's been happening for a while. And yeah, I read the same thing about Denmark, also looking into it. So it, it, for like a lot of, I think a lot of G7 countries, this it's like, yo, England, you shouldn't do this, but let's see how this works out. You want to send then, us your notes? It's a pilot project, right? Like that's the test tube. There's here, it works out great, then fuck it. I mean, I'm sure this is doing great for Boris's base. Like, I can't imagine that oh, this here. isn't. I, I, I found the answer here. So it goes, how would Rwanda trial scheme work? This is BBC. It would say uh, the UK would screen asylum seekers without delay after their arrival in the UK and then provide Rwanda with the basic details of each person it wanted to have transferred. Rwanda would have to approve all requests before they were transferred and the arrangement would last for five years. After arriving in Rwanda, each asylum seeker would be given accommodation and support and would be free to come and go uh, from their accommodation at all times. If successfully processed, the asylum seeker will be offered long-term accommodation in the African country. Those who are not recognized as asylum seekers by Rwandan authorities will be removed to a country they have the right to reside in. The UK would also resettle a portion of Rwanda's most vulnerable refugees in the UK. So they're taking some, not all. They're leaving yeah, them in your maybe someone you can make a case that they have a connection to the UK, right? Like me, family there or something to help them resettle. Were you naturally? I was just naturally against this because of Preeti. So you know, the minute I saw it was her, I was like, oh, I'm against it. Doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. what she does. I understand. <laughs> like, I feel like Trump would try something like this, and it'd be like loved by his base and hated by liberals. But yeah, I could see it with Mexicans. Yeah, but I could also see liberals kind of doing something of similar ilk and saying, look, this is really helping the population of Rwanda and helping build that country's economy up. So maybe it is, I don't know. It's. But I mean, the um, but Boris is not the smartest tool in the shed either. Did you hear about his India trip this week? So, yeah. Or just today, he's in India. And the first thing he does, he climbs up on, on a tractor. Uh, 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 and I guess this is a big donor in the UK. I forgot the tractor's name off the top of my head. And they do bulldozers. And it's clearly like a BJP, like, yes, pro BJP. And those same bulldozers have been used to demolish Muslim communities uh, with, I don't know which town. Uh, I'm not going to misquote it's that. It's in the Legion Gate Yeah. So um, I just like, John, he's not, Boris ain't the smartest. Yeah. He's not the sharpest tool, man. You know, and a side of me thinks he doesn't care. I don't he think he cares, but I give think, a shit. like, you ever watch these Boris highlight reels? Boris's funniest moments? Yeah, Boris is the mayor of London, man. Like, he does dumb shit. He's, he says dumb shit. Remember when he was in a Gordon and he's like, I love, I love six and you're, uh, you know, the whiskey. And he's in a Gordon saying this. And people, are, people are like eyeballing each other like, uh, 
you know, cut that one, cut that line out. <laughs> he just gets a pass, man. That's his thing, right? He, he only just, gets a pass. He's so goofy. Yo, he's like that goofy kid who just says dumb yeah. shit. You, we, we, you touched on this uh, India thing. I, fuck, I don't know if you should say this. I think it's an unpopular opinion, but fuck, that place could use some bulldozing. <laughs> yo, check this, okay? Yeah. All right. <laughs> No wonder this guy's all about Delhi. Yo, where's your BJP scarf? I know it's back there Dude, somewhere. So, Jangirpuri is from my house like four kilometers. So, I, I've traveled by there many times. Um, imagine this, okay? Uh, you guys are familiar with the Steels and her Ontario intersection? Yes. Yes. So, there is uh, a bus stop, a gas station, and a restaurant and a grocery center. On the four corners, and, okay? And always a preacher on Saturdays, yelling for yeah. money. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I've never so, seen this preacher, but... So imagine this. Imagine uh, where the bus stand is. Little, like, stalls are set up to sell, you know, hot dogs, coffee, uh, newspapers, okay. and little things like that, okay? So now you have a bunch of uh, stalls set up. Now people are standing, like, on the edge of the road, and on the sidewalk and you know around these shops they're they've kind of encroached same thing happens on the other side same thing happens on the other side same thing happens on the other side because these businesses these small little roadside businesses are doing well people who are normally panhandling are fuck i'll do that i'll make some money okay that happens for five years now the encroachment goes a little bit further and further we're talking about steels and fucking her ontario this is a fucking artery for the fucking city okay oh can i just can i just pose a quick question what no one no one put in metal barriers like in every other major city in the world no 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 metal what metal barriers are they gonna put on steels no they could well, it would stop the encroachment and that's they it could. And, and, let's say, let's and, say end of the it. problem let's say they have it that's the end of the problem they have it that's the end they of the, so, so bulldoze them dude that that's what's happened now is like these encroachments on encroachments on encroachments have fucking resulted in like huge streets that are supposed to do a lot of traffic. They're they're like choke points now. It's fucking nuts. And this so, city, the so traffic it's still, is so, so it's, it's still the government's fault. Anyways, it is a government's fault for fucking letting it happen. But whatever excuse they need <laughs> to fucking bulldoze the fuck and clear some fucking roads for my peace of mind, I'm fucking okay with. Okay. So are, are there, I'm assuming there's some people living in those in. in but dude, they, they're, they're not just Muslim ones. They're like Hindus too. Like no, no, just there's people living in there, right? So your answer is just to bulldoze a community rather than to relocate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's India. They'll resettle somewhere. <laughs> Okay. I'm still trying to conceptualize what this whole thing, thing is. Like, I'm trying to conceptualize like your steels for Ontario. Okay, um, so the people there right now—is it really just a slum that grew big and bigger, bigger and not bigger? A slum. It's not a slum. It's like a, it's like two strip malls on either side of the street, right? Is it's, that the ascent? It's it's a it's a middle class neighborhood, um, even fucking upper class because that real estate is fucking expensive there actually. So like those little tea huts that these people are encroached on, like it's a lot of money because fuck the property values in Delhi are insane. So uh, these are they are all illegal in the sense that like people built these structures without a permit and without any city planning involved. They just built it, and because no one did anything for a long time, they're like fuck it, this is our home now. That's what's happened. So bulldozing is a bit harsh, isn't it? I mean, look, they should be given notice, maybe resettle them somewhere else. 
For no, some people, I think you live in the Steels and Highway 10 area, right? Some people I feel do. that way currently that it should be bulldozed altogether. Fucking, but they are going to bulldoze that area. Shoppers <laughs> will get bulldozed soon, but... No, so uh, Shoppers World is turning into a condo. I thought they got yeah, it. Yeah, it's getting all bulldozed and turning condos, into condos, yeah. yeah. Um, the whole area. Like a mall condo. No, not mm. mall condo. Condos. So oh, the mall's gone. gone. Mall's gone. I'm kind of sad yeah. about that. End now, of an era. I never went to Shoppers World, so... I fine. grew up at Shoppers World. That was like my... Uh, they had the arcade there. I had the Jumbo Video. I mean, I'm really aging myself because the Jumbo Video was gone by the time I was in uh, mid-high school. The Jumbo Video shut down. Free yeah. popcorn. Shout out. Free popcorn was dope. I don't know, man. I, I just remember being a little kid there and my parents would take me to Shoppers World and it was the greatest like trip ever because they had arcades. <laughs> they had a comic book store. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love off. I was going to say, getting off, uh, obviously, Delhi city planning, let's talk about our own province and <laughs> everyone's fav- every, everybody's favorite uh, hero right now, or anti-hero, the Dougler, as we so affectionately have nicknamed him. Uh, he's been in the news recently. Did you guys hear about uh, this development that he's trying to pass through? Um, I don't forget how many units it is. It's uh, He's basically just passing things through left, left right, and center, and p- he's getting are, shit done, man. He's getting things done yeah, that yeah, we yeah, always criticized him for not doing it. He's getting things done. His, when we look back at his four-year record, he's going to have a huge list of things he you know, accomplished. And I'm going to say, good good job, Doug. Here's a vote. Yo, so are you, you my, are my, Team Doug, right? You're, you're my criticism of this what? is like, fuck. Like, come on, man. Just do this consistently throughout your term. Don't just do it that's, all at the end. That's not your problem. It's, it's, it's very... Oh, yeah. Other than that, like, fuck it. It's great. Other than like, that, it's fucking great. You know at university when they said, look, as long as you get your coursework in by the end of the semester, you'll get a grade on it? I'm same way with Dougie. You have your uh, <laughs> get in all the things you wanted by the end of your term. I'm gonna grade you on that at the end of your term, not during. There is no uh, cumulative well, like. I'll put it this average. way: like, I mean, okay, fine, he's getting things done, but like the the Highway 413, the route that he was supposed to take is not the route that he was suggested to take, and conveniently, it's gone through all of his donors' lands, like a lot of it. And so there's a whole Toronto Star article highlighting where his donors' lands fall in, and the proposed route is nowhere near where he's actually put it. So, Yo. I mean, at some point, uh, you don't think so? So I think the 413 is interesting because this thing's gone through like, so Ford many. Listen to science tables and advisory. T- we know this, right? Can we at least no. admit, can we can we admit that much? Let's, no, let's be honest. Hold on. First of all, first of all, in the area that the fucking 413 is going through, the 413. Yeah. Yes. You could throw a rock in any direction, you're going to hit a fucking conservative supporter. No, no, that's okay. I agree right? with you. I'm, I'm not so, talking about the, I'm, so, <laughs> no, so the no, demographic but, there. But he went against all, all his donors. He went against the proposed route. A little no. bit suspect, no? I mean, I don't A little bit? Is that not is are we not are we going to say no? So, he, he's the best at urban planning now. No, as no. Well? So the 413 is interesting because I from what I know about the 413 and I don't know much about the new development that you're talking about. Uh but from oh, what I remember about the 413 was this is something that the liberals have sat on and it's gone through two, three, or maybe yeah, two or three uh, full-on uh, reviews. Like this is the yes. best path for it. And I think the liberals have kind of even acknowledged it, but then they took it back at some point. I don't think Doug did a whole new study to say, no, this is the one that we're going to do. I think he's using one of their existing ones that was later rejected and saying, no, we're just going to do this. You already did the studies on it. We already got the... Whatever so oh, so you're, you're saying it's a previous... I think it's a previous... At least that's what I sure, remember I mean, one of the previous ones were, cl- right? We can, we can follow up. I mean, I just found the... Like, the I don't article. think he went and licensed a whole new study that favored his 
people know, just, within the just last fun year for right? me to view him as a villain i don't know what it is so. i think the media wants uh, us to think he's a villain he's like a villain he looks like the he, honestly he looks like the penguin mayor from batman returns come on no, he looks he's like white kingpin yeah white kingpin's good so uh what he the provincial government has formally announced its approval of uh certain zoning orders that will now allow forty thousand, yes forty thousand units in york region uh and people say we are not ready to handle this uh, 40,000 influx of people and this is in Thornhill if I'm not mistaken or in I mean, York region yeah so this that's is, a double edged sword a, no? that's a lot of units isn't it that's a, but that's development that's that, not the 413 we need more we need more like that's not enough come on Rob you know this we talk about real estate every fucking pod that's a lot of units to have in one area isn't it 40,000 40,000 we, we need more I mean I, I thought we were talking about the highway now we're talking about him no, I'm just saying he's approving these things. That's what we're talking about, that he's approving certain things so close to the election. Um, I mean, they and I came... Because Ranji, if it was a bit more spread out, even I would be a fan. I'm like, man, this guy's, you know, getting it done. But it's just all at once. And that's the... Um, yeah. The interesting and, and thing, that, right? I just think think I think that's the fair criticism. Like, I get the practical election point of view why he's doing it, but... Man, for if you want to actually like for the welfare of fucking Ontario, you should have spread this out and done it over the many years because it could have impacted Hold the on. fucking real estate project. To be fair, to be fair, this guy had to deal with Corona for the last two years. That took precedence over all everything else. He could just be like, "Look, this is stuff that we had work being worked on." But yeah, but there's stuff. But there's stuff God. that he, there there's stuff that I, in relation to me as well that that could have been done. It has nothing yeah, to do. With and, and, and it wasn't. Okay. And it wasn't him. It's been governments of the past. I just don't like the narrative. Like I've done everything, and I've done it in the last month. Like sure. I mean, I've already expressed where I feel about that. But here's no, one thing I think about Doug that building, doesn't. Nobody stopped. Wait, nobody stopped building during fucking COVID. Okay, they did for like a few months, and that was it. Every, that was people it, were still yeah. building. Here's the thing. I think went to that, work. I feel this is where Dougie gets uh, kind of mislabeled or not the fair shake is there's a predisposition that the media says what he's doing is dumb and they paint it as look he's ignoring the science table he's ignoring these guys but you look at every other province or like you weigh it against you're like hold on and you're even labeling you're uh, weighing it against what people themselves are saying generally like what people are wanting if he takes the popular side with the po like people that the voting population and even if the science table disagrees with it is that a I mean, that's okay, his are, job as a politician. Well, no, like, be a voice you, for the people. You, do you think some of the decisions he makes are, let's say, for example, donors? Let's just say, you don't think a little bit he can ever make a suspect decision, like hiring his friends into high level positions, his nephews getting high paying jobs when they have no experience? Like, should I just keep going? No, right? you are we can't. Saying he's like, he's, he's like perfect. I'm on saying, that side? no, no, he's I'm clearly saying, made mistakes. No, no, I'm saying. Don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. Every friggin' politician does this. Yes, that but is why true. are we why are we overcritical of him doing it? I just think it's the way he does it. All right, I'm still pissed about the shovel, so I'm not gonna go back there. But uh, for uh, with the zoning thing, it is interesting. So they they use this uh, fast track method to prove zoning, and they've used it the conservative government 44 times uh, according to the Auditor General yes. in a in a time in a two year period. Prior to this period, they were only used about once a year. Getting shit done. Honestly, or, by, this or is, bypassing this is, laws, just like yeah. Oh, no, 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 bypassing a bureaucracy. Under under underutilized uh, under tool. That's what it is. Okay, it was always around. Okay, um, but the province would be like, "Fuck it, we're not gonna flow our, you know, our jurisdiction. We're gonna leave it up to municipalities," and it would be so slow. 
we're no longer in the territory where we can be slow on housing development. I agree. I, I'm not. Okay. I'm not disagreeing. It's just so, so it, the way it's done. So if how over the course, would you want it done? Over the course, if over I want the, the information the about the land so I can buy the land and then maybe make yeah, some yeah, yeah. Over that's, what I'm, that's what I'm really mad about. I'm mad I, I wasn't in. If if they're doing this a lot over the last four years, that's fucking great. I hope you even let's say you know. Shinda, your worst nightmare, Dougler doesn't get reelected. The <laughs> next government should fucking continue this pattern. To continue this pattern of issuing MZOs to fucking speed along this fucking speed along progress, man. Fuck. But I mean, talking about the Dougler losing, um, I don't know if you guys read this. Even though like most people don't even know who Steve, I forgot his last name, the liberal. <laughs> yeah, uh, is. Uh, their liberals are still competing and supposedly in polls. And no one even knows who the leader is. They just hate Doug. So he has he has a little bit of hatred on him. You know, I mean, people, people hating him isn't a surprise. People were booing him when he was at the Raptors championship parade, right? Uh, yeah. It's, there's no surprise that there's a segment of the population of snowflakes who hate Doug Ford. Snowflakes, Look, ooh. You know, you can't help people with, the, you know... Uh, very soft tendencies to... I, I, <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not mad at what's happening. I just don't like... I just think the dude is... Stick to I, I mean, look, I, I look at every government and I think I'm pretty fair for across the board for my thing that all fair. politicians. Fair. You've, been, you've been on PP like no you, tomorrow, my yeah. friend. You yeah. fair, fair. No, I am the We're most fair and balanced person here. Second, look, fair, hold on. I don't know about fair. I'll be, I'll say this. You guys want to shit on Doug Ford for everything. The friggin' NDP just ousted a sitting MPP. Because he didn't fit a certain demographic in his writing. I know we kind of mentioned this, but this thing blows my mind because he officially announced that he's going to be sitting independent now, right? Uh, he quit the NDP party. And I remember let's, Kevin, Yard. Let's, 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 Kevin Yard, right? Kevin Yardy. Yardy, Yardy, yeah. Yardy? Yardy, yeah. Yardy? I thought it was Yardy, but Yardy, Kevin Yardy. Um, like, all party, like if Doug Ford did the exact same thing, the NDP would have their freaking flags up and they'd be marching and they'd be like, this is racist, this is bullshit. You guys need to, you know, they'd be like holding uh, health groups, support groups and doing like, for anyone traumatized by this decision, you know, we want to set up clinics for you guys to talk. This is bullshit. Like we well, legit... That's how you really feel about the far left, in the No, it's not the far left. What I'm saying is the far left is just as corrupt as the far right. They're the exact same motherfuckers. The right and the left, they're... We, all politicians have the same MO. They're a business. The parties are businesses. They're trying to raise funds. They're trying to, you know, they want to get elected to change policies, but those policies affect their donors and their like base. Doug. Like Doug. You know, just Doug, like just like Doug, just like Wynn, just like uh, McGinty, who had to shamelessly resign, like, you know, gracefully and let Wynn jump in because he didn't want his scandals and shit plaguing the party. They're um, all corrupt. We can agree they're all corrupt, right? They're all corrupt. So when people are like... I was just highlighting the Douglas corrupt. That's all I was doing. Oh, my so my, take, my takeaway is Shinda hates the new guy, the new NDP <laughs> candidate. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't care. I, and so, I, and I don't, he's a Punjabi guy. He's no, 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 no. I don't, I don't hate him. I don't like him. I don't do anything. What I hate is the NDP for the longest time were the party preaching, we are holier than thou. We are the choice of. And I'm like, you guys are just as fucked up as everyone else. Just admit it. Politics. No, politics no, no, is sir. Politics, man. We, are the, we are the sickest. We are the most in line with sick values. We have zero corruption in us. Our MO is, you know, we're going to be the people's voice. 
of the downtrodden motherfucker shut the fuck up like this isn't who you are you are who you are when time push comes up they got a little bit of power a little bit of power made official opposition and they're just as corrupt as everyone else fuck them man this message has been officially sponsored by the conservative party of ontario (laughs) Look, all I'm saying no, that's is a, that's a, it's a fair criticism, man. Like, yeah, yeah, it's uh, fair. fair enough. I mean, it's all corrupt. That's that's the I way I'm looking at it, right? So, yeah, yeah. That, what corrupt. they did, what they did with uh, Kevin was pretty fucked up. Uh, so, you know. I guess speaking on the uh, the liars and whatnot is uh, well, one more thing about Ontario. The Liberals are proposing a handgun ban. <laughs> Any thoughts on that? Right. How's your mom feel about this? This is what I want to know. I haven't told her. She'll be, she'll fucking want to move, man. This is crazy. Who is this? Like, your mo- your mom? Remember the one who told him he saw for not having a gun? Yes. Okay. Yes. Fair enough. I remember. Yeah. Okay. I mean, look. To be honest, like she, I don't think she cares if it's a rifle or a handgun. But just be, just be a man. Be a bunda bunda. Just have one. Just have one. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, but this is crazy. Like this fucking knee jerk. Is Canada anti-gun? Is that what we? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It is, man. You know how many six I have that are anti-gun that they're like, why do we even need guns? I'm like, bro, it's part of our religion. Yo, those times are gone. Like, people are so anti. We've been brainwashed to be anti-gun. Did, would you want to be in a place where guns are openly held with your kids? Yes. Really? Licensed. Yeah. If, no, unlicensed. If, just, just guns. If I went to India and I saw sing, and I saw people with like, uh, you know, holsters. It would not bother me. I wouldn't be like, oh, my son, be careful. That mine might shoot you. Oh, son, nah, man, look. If I'm much more comfortable being around sane people, whether or not they have guns, knives, shastar, non shastar, than I am with people who pretend like they're your friend and hide them. With me, I got to qualify with it depends, okay? So in India, if licensed people are carrying guns. Like your oh. your, your security guard, the guy you hired. <laughs> Or the average person, okay? I, I'm comfortable, but in the States, I'm not. And it's not because I am more comfortable with it. Neither. It's, there, there's a culture of guns that is different in the U.S. and different in Canada. Or sorry, different in India. I'll give you an example. India has, what, 1 billion people? How many fucking school shootings have you heard of? Or people, someone showing up at work and fucking shooting up everybody? Mm-hmm. That's not there. There's, there's a cultural fucking difference between the two. Whereas in the States... You know, they have a different culture. They do have yeah. these school shootings, these work shootings, these church shootings. Uh, some guy shooting up the fucking, uh, you know, subway uh, or New York Brooklyn subway line, right? Like a shooting there. Um, they have this like idea of going postal and like then committing yeah. suicide that not doesn't exist everywhere. It's not in so our, it's a not in our fabric, if you will. So, right? so it's a, yeah, yeah. So the gun itself, like, I'm okay with guns as long as they're carried by responsible licensed people but where there's open carry i i do have an issue with that so yeah so, um so, so usa no like something's up there the culture's fucked up it's not my it's my, my take on the whole thing is that one you know if we're, if we're talking about reducing the crime rate i mean that's the assumption that these guys are taking is that we need to reduce gun crime you know Firstly, if we're talking about mass shootings, usually these people are not carrying just one handgun. They're strapped. They have everything with them. The other thing is that most of the gun crime is not committed by illegal gun owners in Toronto. 
So the, 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 the law sounds idiotic to me. Like you're going after legal owning gun owners. Let's say you, you have your license, you go through the training, and now you're going to ban handgun, handguns. Most of those handguns are obtained illegally uh, through cross-border, uh, you know, acquisition, if you will. And so you just saying that we're going to ban this and hopefully we're going to reduce gun crime is so idiotic. Um, why don't you actually go after the crime and the sources and, and, and come up with a real plan? Yeah. But saying you're just going to ban handguns because, oh, this is going to reduce illegal gun activity. Like, that's so stupid. And, and, you know, I think we've heard that already. It hasn't really helped lately in the city, so it's not working, you know. Uh, so I'm not falling for that liberal promise, uh, personally. Yeah, like 100%. So I feel like there's certain things that people know people want. People want to feel safe. People want. And so you're like, we want to make you feel safe. We're going to ban. Guns have been illegal for how long? Guns are illegal. It's illegal to own illegal guns. Illegal guns, yes. The people committing crimes aren't committing crimes with legal guns. They're committing crimes yes. with illegal guns. Guns that are already prosecuted and yes. you go to jail for owning. Um, and the people would get charged for that. Like nothing's going to come of this. And I think everyone's starting to feel and understand that. Uh and I just think Del Duca's trying to—he's trying to find something that he can. Well, he you know, can't do anything, right? He can't propose anything, so he's just saying things that sound nice. So yeah, you know, exactly. if you're a left-leaning uh, urbanite um, and you are completely against guns in all of its forms, legal or obviously, you're going to be against the legal guns. Um, that sounds great. So it's going to make you gravitate towards their kind of uh, message, if you will, right? So you know what it is—it's. The left-leaning anti-gun person, they conjure an image when they think of the people who have guns as these right-wing hicks or really right-wing conservatives. Shindus, Shindus friends? Yeah, the Shindus crew. But look, I mean, there's a lot of like people who would identify, identify as liberals who are gun owners. But it's there's there's just a culture of like being very conservative, not open about being gun gun owner, right? In Canada. I think if people started getting out there and publicize, you know, I'm a gun owner, but, you know, I, I'm pro-fucking social services, pro-fucking immigration, uh, you know, or uh, and left-leaning policies, yeah, yeah. and that, that image will be hard to fucking reconcile. And then all of a sudden, there is, is that, is that, is that, your perception around legal gun ownership. Is that perception from the U.S., though, because we're so inundated with their kind of NRA talk and they're, uh, you know, anti-gun. If you're Democrat, you're anti, you want gun registration or you're anti-weapons or Second Amendment. And if you're Republican, so therefore you're right wing. And there's a picture that we have now, which has been intensified or let's say cemented to the Trump supporters of what a right wing supporter is or pro-gun. I think that has a lot to do with it. It's not actual fact. I don't think, you know, if someone has a legal, you know, the process you're going through to obtain a license, uh, when I read through it, um, that makes me more comfortable. And it's not like you're going to, we don't have like, you're going to walk through the mall with a, the holster and a gun. That's not the idea in Canada. So I think if people really did their research maybe a bit, it's not an issue. As I think when that. I first heard yeah. it, I thought maybe there was this uh, stat that showed that a lot of gun crime or a lot of illegal guns are obtained by legal gun owners or their stolen guns that end up in the wrong hands. But I was asking someone about that. They're like, no, in Canada, most illegal guns, most guns that end up in the street and street crimes are actually coming from the U.S. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, well, are those ones stolen? I mean, it's not a pro this thing doesn't solve a problem. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys watched How I Met Your Brother, uh, funny show back when I was younger. 
I don't know how it's like ten years old. It blows my mind how old some of these shows are. They got a but, they got a new version of it, by the way. Sorry. Oh, I met your father. Yeah, horrible. Oh, I met your father. Um, on Disney Plus, who does not sponsor us. So if you want choose to watch it, whatever. Download uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I was going to go there, and then I realized that that might not be very kosher. Uh, no, but there was a scene where Robin, who was like this democratic, very left leaning individual, it turns out she has a gun, and her friends are like, "Oh, you have a gun?" She's like, "Yes." You know, I'm Canadian, whatever. I come from a rural area. Like, they're like, but you're left. Like, there is this very left people don't like guns, right? People like, I think it's a, we've given the right, or we, we've given certain things that shouldn't be just given over. Like, gun ownership shouldn't be a left right issue. It should be, it should kind of go beyond that, in my opinion. And I think, yeah, and I think you're right on that. I think what, what's happened is, though, the narrative has been the protectionism of gun ownership or gun rights, if you will has always now deemed to be de- defended by the right, whereas the left doesn't lean that way. And that's just the story now. So if you're a liberal, you automatically, some people are just, oh, I'm anti-gun. Yeah. You're oh, not yeah. really thinking about it, right? So, I, I mean, mean, but, yeah. What's when, the kind uh, what's gun crime like in, uh, sorry, sorry. What's the gun crime like in UK where guns, they don't have a gun culture. Is there a gun knife crime? crime? It's the knife crime that's scary. Knife crime is high. You know, but, but, but to be fair, in Australia, remember, they did ban all guns and gun crime went down. So... I mean, I think we're in a weird know. place because a lot of our guns are coming from America where they're always in America. Illegal. Yeah. And they're coming so, to pieces and they're, and they're being put together. So, and they're coming from suspicious sources where they've been used in past crimes. Um, you know, like stuff like that. And you're like, okay, well we have an internal issue. So let's fix that first before we get on legal gun problems. But yeah. Talking Anyways, about weird talk- legalities. Uh, you see this whole stat on the number of sitting MPs, both liberal, conservative, whatever owning investment properties that they want to fight against PP. It's, the, it's not just pp though it's like they did this whole thing how many liberal mps sitting mps did it across the board i think most were like uh, majority of the liberal caucus currently has an investment property extra investment property or something uh pp's obviously had it and he the reason pp really came under fire for it was he was blaming people yeah. owning these investment properties so was, he caught and like, he's one of them he's literally yeah. one of them I mean, it's the hypocrisy of politicians, right? Millhouse is lying to everybody. (laughs) And I like the the thing I like most about the confrontation is how broke, how it broke down his character, right? Like he couldn't think of what to say or how to defend it. He's just like confidence was gone. His balls shot up into his chest. It was like so funny. He's like, how do you guys know this information? But yeah, you know, I mean, even with like the whole like, I mean, be interesting on both sides. Even the liberal side, they're always like anti-corporation and you know, tax avoidance, it'd be great to find out, you know, I'm sure they're all doing it too. Why wouldn't you? It's legal, right? Why wouldn't you? Right. So, I mean, but they're talking about it, but as they're painting the brush that everyone else is a bad guy when they're participating and sipping the coffee too. So come on. No, no. So I think it's just, it's it's PP who's fucking saying people are doing this. PP's making videos about it. Yeah. He's taking the stand that like, I told you he was going to shoot himself in the foot. (laughs) I mean, it's only a matter of time, right? You give them enough uh, rope, they're going to hang themselves with it. Uh, no, he has to hold on no, so, no, the best is he came out, he goes, my wife's a savvy investor. It's like, bro, that's literally what we're talking about is that the investors are coming gobbling up real estate and then he's pricing out the, the, the regular Canadian and, and he's defending it. And you're like, you don't, you, you're just not getting it. You're, the fucker you're, you're, said <laughs> with a straight face that my wife, when he's like, your wife pulled out 450K in equity. Yeah. And use it for to purchase investment properties like it was a responsible investment. 
yeah like you can fucking afford 450 like that it's very fucking responsible no bitch you did it because the fucking interest rates were low and, I mean, and to buy more housing and to price yeah, out another normal exactly. Canadian out of buying a house, which now exactly. you're preaching. is you're gonna, Come on, it's all... He got exposed. He needs to change the narrative. I bet you he doesn't talk about housing for a while. So See, interesting. Somebody has to teach him what the economics behind the new fucking platform are going to be. I know. I know. Shinda, <laughs> really Shinda's, I can't see Shinda's PP poster in the back anymore. So we'll see if that goes up again. I mean, look, man, I have no problem month. with... I don't have a problem with politicians being exposed, especially ones that have preach on a holier than thou platform um so yeah fuck him for, for that especially oh, wow, right? um no man like look you <laughs> only next. hold that Douglas next i don't look i'll criticize it there's a lot i could criticize the douglar for yes, but yes. you never have huh it's because i legitimately, <laughs> would I legitimately shake his hand would you hug him or shake his hand uh dap him Give up him still no me and him would dap up uh <laughs> I just don't get behind that Doug's any worse than what we've had and what we could have. Yeah, fair enough. I, I can um, agree to that. I can agree to that. 100%. Right? Yeah. And so on that note, it's kind of like, why would I criticize him when I'm not voting for Del Duca? Del Duca's doing stupid shit right now, man. This guy trying to like pretend like he but didn't you, have his... Uh, yeah, he, he, his back he's not winning. Look, Douglas winning. We all know this. I'm just venting I, while I can I before the think, truth comes out. I do think but, what PP did, that's a huge L, I think, is Joe's. You know, like, that's a big fumble, man. It's, I don't know if you guys have the same groups because I'm constantly getting in, uh, in, I don't know what the word I want, but I'm constantly getting messages from all sides of like people involved with different campaigns because I have friends involved in PP's campaign. I have friends involved directly in PB's, Patrick Brown's campaign, PB, PB, PB. and J. Um, and so, like, we saw, there. so he's, he's brown so, and he's peanut butter. And he has a J in his corner. Um, and so what's going on is UK announced that, you know, we're going to really help India crack down on Khalistanis and Khalistan terrorism. They Boris Johnson or whatever, they announced that shit. And a yeah. Ford started coming around in my group saying, look, this is why we need Patrick Brown in office because he's pro insides with us. And having someone on the inside, we could prevent this kind of statements and uh, pandering from our friends, right? And I was laughing at that because I'm like, look, Patrick's friends with everyone. He's friends with the BJP guys too. Maybe he, I mean, he's a politician. He's a politician, man. If it's, if it's, uh, works in his, his favor to make something like that, I'm sure he would yeah. do it too. Right. Uh, it's just funny because everyone's pretends to be holier than thou, and that's what I kind of hate, but, but it was, anyways. It's, anyways, can you guys, are you, did you guys see the whole Millhouse PP thing that he looks I, like Millhouse from Simpsons? And I, and I can't forget it either. I agree with the tweet. Yeah. I was like, what an amazing tweet. When Millhouse grows up and he becomes PP, I saw the tweet. I didn't see the. Yo, dude, funny. he got a he got a full pension at thirty one years old. That's respect, man. He has full done, MP's pension. What do you mean he hasn't done anything, brother? That that's nuts. If I was smart enough to get a full pension, I would have. I he didn't. A, I didn't choose yeah, not just, to get a full pension. Gonna, I'm hating. I actually am hating. That's pretty sick. Look, man, I wouldn't have. It's not like I chose not to get a full pension. If I had the means and the know how to do it, I would have done it, man. Who wouldn't? That's the true. fact that he did, congrats, bro. It's fucking crazy that that's what he got. He's literally done nothing in his life except BMP. It's fucking crazy. Hey, man, uh, Mali, man, Grizz MP. You know what would be pension. awesome? I think, I think his pension is one of the highest pensions. It has to be. How many times you know, did he win? Like seven? Yeah. No, but your pension doesn't go up based on terms, right? Isn't no, it, it does. It's every term you win. Additional. Uh, it gets capped, I think. But oh, okay. I think it's like if you win two terms, you get more. 
I think like yeah, well, Mully's gonna be up in the top range, man. Whatever it is, yeah, I think he won like seven times straight. Uh, anyways, man, bonder of the week. Uh, what are you guys thinking? Bonder of the week is that uh, for me, my uh, nomination is the idiot or idiot man who tried to uh, um, get in some tussle with Mike Tyson on a plane. Um, you aggravated what? Iron Mike. What did you think was going to happen? Be it Hold you're on. drunk or you're not. Come on. I see. Tyson is not the bunder. The guy who got punched in the face is the bunder. Come on. So I agree with you. But don't you see that you're talking about no, don't bring irritating up someone and then punching <laughs> someone? You're okay with someone pissing off Mike Tyson and him punching him? No, no, no. You're no, no, like no. punching a bear in the face. That, that's like, nothing close. I know you have a fucking crush on Will Jada. Will Smith, man. No, no, it's, it's Jada. He's a fucking crush on her. I think Red he table. Just, we should like, nickname this Red Table Talk. He wants to rub her head or something. <laughs> but uh, look, what that kid was doing to Mike Tyson. <laughs> okay, that was way different <laughs> than the Chris Rock joke, okay? That was fucked up. The guy was in his face fucking poking the bear. Fucking kept on going. Tyson showed crazy restraint. This is complete fucking opposite of what happened on stage at the Oscars, okay? He's not a mental midget. I'm fucking surprised Tyson didn't fucking knock him out right away. That guy kept on using the full video. He kept on fucking bugging him the whole time. He wanted that to happen. He was trying to instigate, a, uh, instigate him, try to get a, a rise, a reaction, and he got one. He's like, I can get a lawsuit. He was hoping yeah, that, you know, he was like, maybe I can... Uh, I don't know if Tyson has that kind of money to if he's even worth suing like that. Um, I mean, it was a JetBlue flight, I think. So, I mean, <laughs> what's this guy's? I remember I was reading something. Guys, like I just asked him if I could get an autograph. No. Yeah, like, no. I mean, Stupid. I'm sure he got something like, better. Right? I was in I was I was in Vegas uh, years ago, and we were in Caesars in a club called Omnia, and like downstairs they have this hip hop room. So literally, uh, a lot of a lot of celebrities there. Ray Allen was there, and literally, I turned from the main dance floor, and like standing on the side of the club, is Mike Tyson. He's literally just standing there, kind of by himself with his security guard, but he looked pissed off. I didn't even acknowledge the man. I just walked by. I'm like, he does not look happy. I know better to get in a tussle with this guy and say hi, Mike. He might, he might, he might just go after me. He might bite my ear off. Come on, how stupid can you be to tussle with Mike Tyson? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Thank you, sir. I would not have that guy deserved it straight up. You, 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 what's it called? Uh, he, you, you poked a bear. Right, what, that's what the thing. Props for is like he looks like he can take a fucking punch. Like he's smiling after. So I don't think Tyson unleashed. Tyson yeah, but I don't him. think I don't think Mike gave it uh, gave him the proper punch. He probably it wasn't he being held. Like the video kind of looked like the guy was holding onto Mike's arms. And he was kind of no, doing I, this, I, wasn't? I think he, I think he was wailing on him. Oh, was he okay? I don't know. Yeah. A guy I would never want to take, no matter how old he is. He could be 95 years old. I will not volunteer to take a left hand from Mike Tyson. Exactly. Um, I grew up seeing what Mike Tyson did. I have like this weird, uh, not weird respect, but I have this really fearful uh, admiration for what he can accomplish if he wanted to. Even at whatever age he is. People you don't fuck with in life, Mike Tyson has to be number one. Yeah, uh, I agree. Agreed. So yeah, definitely bonded of the week. Uh, who else? PP, PP. He I guess to hold his. PP. Boris is a bonder. They're all bonders. Mention PP. All right, goats of the week. Yo, I got nobody. I got nobody this week. Yo, the UK guy, the UK man. Yeah. Yo, guy. Give it to him. 
Yeah. Uh, yo, he's right. repping the community. He, what, he won a title? This is what I hate about boxing. So many fucking titles. I never know what title means what. Like, Whatever, did your he boy... Won, he, he won something. What Your boy's a... Your cousin's a boxing championship. This guy's a Canada, boxing. Yeah. I mean, when do we get to see these guys fight? Are they even in the weight, same weight class? I don't know. Brown on brown violence. I don't even know. Let's what's see. Let's super see. fight. Let's make a fight happen. The Punjabi super fight. Randy's going to go... Randy's going to grow uh, some hair. He'll be... <laughs> he'll have that white thing going that uh, Mike Tyson's uh, promoter I'm, had. I'm, now that I know you're into bald heads, I'm going to fucking keep it like this. <laughs> All right, man. You guys got anything else you want to talk about? Or yeah, you bring the tail. <laughs> Yo, I've never... Uh, how does Mal- Malish feel like on a bald head? Does it feel it's as good as that? Huh. Never something I never thought about. Anyways... Uh, I got nothing else to say, really plugging. I got, yeah, I got nothing plugs. to Hey, mm, like any of y'all watching my Twitch? Nah. No. Oh, wait, <laughs> I, I, I do. I, I don't know if you guys, I do want to uh, recognize someone. I mean, you guys probably know him. This artist named Icky. Have you guys heard about uh, this Punjabi kid? Yeah. Nope. He's on the, I, I, hadn't, I knew nothing of him. I was listening to a new Dildit song. And I oh, thought no. he was the singer. And... And he says the N-word. I'm like, what's this Punjabi idiot kid doing, right? I'm like, like you're on this huge platform. Uh, you got Tory Lanez, you got Dilzeet, and you, and you say, and I searched. He's actually some kid producer, and he's that uh, comedian, uh, Sant- Santar. What's his name? Santar. Uh, that, it's his brother. It's his younger brother. And if you look at this track listing, this guy's been producing like crazy, and he's only, you know, uh, a young kid, man. And yeah, props to him, man. I thought it was him singing, but... He's actually the producer, so I, I can't tell really if you stupid. just like shit on him and then no, give him my respect. No, I felt I felt so stupid. I'm like, I looked at him like, man, I'm out of the scene, man. I, I got to get back into my Punjabi music, but so, yeah, man, very impressive. And I think he's from Brampton, so kudos to him. Yeah, he's carved out a nice little like career for himself so far. So yeah, yeah sick man. to see that. Yeah, I can't. That's, that's I don't me. know if we're praising them or shitting on him because I feel like he did no, I'm, I'm, right I'm 100 praising them, man. Because I okay. thought is he allowed to drop the end bomb? Is that what you're saying? What is he allowed to drop the end bomb? No, that's. I just thought it was just some Indian. I'm like, you idiot. And then when I thought, listen to him, he actually it was that was uh, Tory Lane singing, and he had modified his voice, so it wasn't him actually singing. He's just a producer. I got so, you. I see what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I'm giving okay. him props, not not dissing him. I was just curious. I didn't know which way you were going with that. Just like pee pee. Mm. <laughs> All right. On that note, man, please continue to share our podcast with whoever you think might like it, even if they might not like it. And if you think this podcast will aggravate them, more reason for you to make them listen. Or even better, uh, invite them as a guest. We need snowflakes listening to us. We need to try, someone needs to try to cancel us, and then someone we'll needs get to out cancel Shinda. You just called every uh, NDPers out there. I know there must be one of you who supported the Singh Brothers campaign. He just called you a bunch of snowflakes. I uh, welcome you uh, to uh, correct Shinda and his. You know what? I don't. I'm always fearful because I don't do much research, as it's apparent, right? So oh, you put come it out on there, here. just just like a tweet. You put it out there. So Let's see what happens. Calling the NDP. Y'all gonna have me NDP like button. doing like a night cram session to like prep for a podcast just so I have like facts. This is man, you're not gonna get change how I feel about anything. I'm telling you, save your time. Don't come in here trying to make me. If you come on here and try to dunk on me, I'm just gonna call you a pussy. Fuck you. <laughs> on that note, peace. Peace. peace.